Let's go! Welcome to the Side Yard Sidebar. Grab your drink of the night and pull up a chair. Make yourself comfortable as we bring you discussion with substance and some of the best visitors from Boise and beyond. This is the Side Yard Sidebar. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Side Yard Sidebar. Uh, I'm Dusty. I'm usually the producer and kind of the guy on the side, but Zach uh, could not make it for this week's podcast. And so we brought back one of our very good friends and past visitor, Brian, from season one. So welcome. Hey, thanks for having me back. Good to be here. <laughs> we are uh, recording outside, so if you hear sprinklers, lawnmowers, birds, or us to react to a hawk that swoops down and takes something out of my yard, uh, that's where we are. It's beautiful out, though we're under shade. Brian, how are you beating the summer heat? It's only been in the 80s, but... Well, I finally broke down and bought a pair of Birkenstocks. <laughs> I see them. They're very nice. Spent many years making fun of them. And while I probably will also end up wearing socks with them. <laughs> I was going to say, do you have socks yet? They're, they're what they're cracked up to be. Very comfortable, uh, comfortable shoe. I've never had any. Well, I've, I've never had. And this is your first pair. First pair. Okay. Found them at the Nordstrom Rack. And uh, they're working out. I'll say that. Sweet. Uh, we are cooling off today with what's going to be considered a drink of the afternoon. And uh, this last week, I was given a bottle of Jim Beam vanilla. And we thought, well, that would go good with like a Coke. So we, we did that the other night while watching a movie that we're going to talk about in a second. And then today we decided to blend it up. And uh, what are your thoughts on the vanilla Coke's adult slushy? Uh, it's pretty good. I feel like it's a good mix because you've got the Jim Bean beam mm -hmm. in the Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville maker. So a couple Jim on Jim action there. <laughs> yeah. So that's nice. <laughs> With a little uh, Coke. Yeah. What do you want to call this thing? I don't know. It's vanilla. It's Coke. A VC, VC vanilla Coke. I don't know. We need to come up. So if you have a, someone has a good name for it, let us know, but. The Cool Jimmy? We call it the Cool Jimmy right cool now. Cool Vanilla Jimmy? Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. We're open to suggestions naming all these drinks. Um, so, uh, Brian, we got the call from Zach that he wouldn't be able to make it today. Um, while Brian and I were watching what I think I consider the, the, the greatest movie of all time, Mm -hmm. uh, one of one thing that Brian and I really connected with when we first met each other was this movie titled Rad, R-A-D, Rad. And it's um, amazing. I, I, is it considered a cult classic or no? It definitely a cult classic. Um, very limited production release. Um, kind of flopped at the box office. But, you know, in the late 80s, kids were getting their hands on this VHS tape and mm -hmm. and just loving it like myself. Yeah, and I watched it there. It's all about BMX racing and uh, this crazy BMX course called Hell Track. And uh, it's just there's so many great stars. There is uh, Lori Laughlin currently embattled or embroiled in a, uh, a crim I don't know if you call criminal activity. Pay, oh, it was, paying it was your, criminal. For your children to go to college. Um and uh, Bart Connor, who was an Olympic gold medalist. Oh, yeah. 
That's <laughs> that's about all. I don't, I don't. The other people are awesome. That we found out people in uh, the twins wrote the Conjuring, which is pretty pretty sweet movie. So uh, we were over watching that because they just recently released it in 4K, which and HD, which is a blessing to everyone. It was, I think, it, it was noticeable. Very. Very clear, uh, especially for a 1986 release. Yeah, um, I was impressed. Yeah, it was uh, it was super fun. So I invited my boys to watch it with us, and I think they enjoyed it because the next day they wanted to go to the Eagle Bike Park, a little pump track, and do some racing on there. So I think I won them over. I I, I was feeling um, very nostalgic because towards the end of the movie, there's this big uh climax and this very intense race and and both the boys are just up like standing in front of the tv like cheering on one of the one of the riders and man i'm sure that's what i was like at their age when i was probably on my 10th time watching that movie yeah and now uh the main character's name is is it christopher christopher and he goes by goes by crew Crew. Which is one of the coolest names. So if you ever know somebody who has a son named Crew, they probably love this movie. Or Motley Crew, or yeah. Chip and Joanna Gaines. Oh, do they have a son named Crew? They have a son named Crew. They spell it C-R-E-W. Oh. Uh, in this movie, it is C-R-U. Which is the best way to spell it. And we met someone whose grandson was Crew, but C-R-U-E after Motley Crew. Okay. Well, so launching into this little brief topic, uh, we're going to discuss some of the classic movies that never get old to us. So Rad, I could watch Rad forever, and people would say, well, that's not a very enjoyable movie, or that's dumb, but I always enjoy it. Another movie that I will always enjoy from my childhood is Willow. (laughs) If you've never seen the movie Willow... uh, Give it a shot, but you may not like it because you're older. You miss the magicalness of a movie when you're younger. You um, know who you know who directed that film? No, I don't. I do. Ron Howard. Really? Yeah. Can you believe it? No, but it's a great movie, so yes, because he's a great director. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's a magic in a magical kingdom where a little person. Um, has to embark on some kind of journey and there's spells and weird things that happen there's an old lady that was what was she in the movie and, and it's been a little bit since i've seen it i need like to who was it. it no she was like an animal she was like a panther and then she became the old lady when he put the spell on her right uh, or he changed her into a bunch of different animals. Anyways, it's really weird. I haven't shown it to my kids yet, but that's one of the movies that I I will always go back to and think it's a great movie, even though people may say, no, that's terrible. Yeah, uh, so I had a buddy who was not allowed to watch Willow because it had magic in it. Really? Probably along the same lines as, like, kids who can't watch Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was the Harry Potter ish of its time. It was also I I feel like when you when you rewatch it, it's kind of like a precursor to Lord of the Rings style mm-hmm. that kind of genre. Yeah, so it was interesting. What's what's a movie that you go back to and you you watch even though people may say really you like that movie? Do you have any of those classic uh, ones that you 
will continue to watch to this day. Or when you see it, you're like, oh, yes, I love this movie. I mean, Rad, definitely. Willow's a good one. Thank you. Very good. Um, I have to tell you a quick story related to Willow. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Um, I think it's appropriate for this <laughs> podcast. So my brother got married um, 2008-ish, maybe seven. And his, okay. uh, his wedding was in Madison, Wisconsin. So we go out for a bachelor party, and so we're just hitting all these spots out on the town. And I'm just along for the ride. Um, we're going to a new place every hour or so. And so we end up at this place called um, Plan B. And uh, okay. I found out that it is, um, and it's it's an establishment uh, known as a gay bar. Okay. And uh, it's Plan B. So called Plan B. We go there, and every employee um, is a male with, um, and they're shirtless. And I, I was feeling, um, you know, awkward. No, out of sorts. I was feeling kind of jealous that I, it was pretty warm summertime <laughs> and that I had the shirt on. So normally, it, you know, it's like no shirt, no shoes, no service. I said, excuse me, um, do you work here? S- spoken to a guy with no shirt on. Yeah. Okay. Can I take my shirt off? Oh, please. <laughs> and uh, so I take my shirt off. We're still outside. We go inside. And I just hear Britney Spears playing on the radio mm-hmm. or on the stereo. And every single flat screen in the entire place has Willow on. Really? It was <laughs> the weirdest thing. And I never, ever figured out why. Uh, it was Willow night. I don't. Did you, you didn't ask, like, why is Willow up right now? I think I did ask and no one could tell me. And I, maybe they said things like "why not" or yeah, I don't know if it why has not? some it's... like cultural thing there or what. But I wasn't opposed. I mean, it was pretty cool. Um, Val Kilmer, big yep. star of that movie. Um, so that's a good one. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of Stefan, the character on uh, <laughs> on SNL. The new hottest club is Plan B. <laughs> it's got Willow playing in the background, <laughs> men with their shirts. <laughs> that's awesome. Good stuff. Yeah, so Willow is Willow's a good one. Um, any other one that you can think of? Um, you know, I think I like a lot of the classics. Back to the Future. Just okay. just watched that on Netflix again. Um, had the DVD trilogy, of course. Uh, but that's just a super fun one. Very upbeat, great soundtrack. Got Huey Lewis and the News working themselves in there. It's such a good soundtrack. Uh, great great film you know um yeah. indiana jones that kind of stuff all okay. of the all just the classics i yeah the other one my boys have gotten into is napoleon dynamite oh yeah which came out it wasn't my necessarily my childhood but um man that's a movie i can i can watch over and over and it still cracks me up every, every time and the boys have watched it so many times they can quote it now um which is kind of fun uh, another movie that's not a classic yet, but well, maybe it is. Have you seen Hamilton yet on Disney Plus? No, no. Um, if my wife was out here, she would say, "Why not?" Uh, she's watched it probably ten times so far, <laughs> um, and it's going through our house like wildfire. So the kids are singing the songs, 
and my wife believes there's a line for every single situation in life. And so, like this morning, I told her something that I, I thought was awesome. And uh, one of the songs comes from the King's, the King song, Awesome. Wow. And she says that to me nonstop now. <laughs> like, stop being sarcastic. Uh, but that it, it's, it's an awesome musical show and apparently good history. Uh, if, uh, if you're not aware of the history there. I've heard of this Hamilton guy. $10 bill, is that correct? That's him. Um, <clears throat> not a president. No, he wasn't. He could have been. If only. If only he wasn't assassinated by Aaron Burr. And I asked Whoa, my, hey, spoiler. No, everyone knows that. Oh, oh. Do you not know that? I'm just kidding. Oh, I was going to say, there's a, there was a famous milk commercial with yeah that i was gonna there. say <laughs> <Everyone> boo. <laughs> so yeah kara told our boys that and then she actually sent them the uh or showed them the the commercial so i was like everyone knows at least if you're a 90s kid or whatever that it was aaron burr but i think we should play this game with your wife where we like start a text thread with a bunch of people and then we have to send her a scenario that we're facing and she has to come quote, up with the line quote a line from <laughs> hamilton to make us feel better or to like wrap it up uh we can do that she would absolutely love that okay that'll be cool um so yeah so brian and i that's all to say this drink that we're having uh we started having while watching rad if you haven't watched rad it comes out i think on friday on apple like apple tv apple movies or whatever you can rent it or buy it i would recommend you buy it yeah you better buy it um because it's it's awesome and your kids will love bike riding and 80s music galore. Actually, it's not there's only there's a few popular 80s songs in there, but it's Hal Needman writes a bunch of these songs in there. J- uh, John Farnham is a John big, Farnham writes those. Big yes. guy in there. Uh, so check it out, do yourself a favor and your kids and uh, and buy it or rent it. Yeah, I'd say yeah. it's pretty family friendly. There's a few uh, expletives throughout. But, yeah, um, we were talking about that. It was, it's PG from back in the day before there was PG-13. Yes, they have. The so they changed it. So motion picture something or other Yeah, so uh, has changed its stance in the last 35 years. Yeah, so there's some S word. There's ass. There things like that. But Whoa, do you censor that on here? Not that one. Oh, okay. But oh, the other ones I might. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um <clears throat> So we're going to move on to something else Brian and I have in common, mm. which is uh, camping. Mm-hmm. The summer of COVID, which is also the summer of camping, because I, I swear everyone has a camper now. Record uh, RV and tent trailer sales definitely yeah. this year. Oh, yeah. I think I was talking to uh, our listener Jason last, last night, and he was saying that some places wouldn't even call him back. Like He was like, hey, I'm interested in this RV. And they never returned his call because they're so busy. They're like, we're out of them. Yeah. Didn't you guys go look for some? And they were just like, yeah, good luck. It, it was like they, they shut down the, you know, the, the factories where they're making these things. And it, it was almost like if they were close to done, they still sent them to the lots because you'd go into these <laughs> like low-end trailers and the, the like trim wasn't finished and there was like parts falling off and like screws laying on the ground i'm like really hey who returned this and how long has it been used oh that's brand new from the factory oh is it no is thank it you really? 
Um, yeah, so we've been uh, we've been camping. It's hard to find a spot to camp, um, but we'll tell you some of the places we have gone and things done. And then we're going to go over COVID safety rules for camping when you're out with a bunch or a, a few families or a bunch. Yeah, of we're not doctors, but we are campers. Yeah, if you want to, if I mean, some people will say we're not campers because we have trailers, <laughs> but. We're the new style of camping. We'll try to pretend like we're real campers. Yeah. So we, uh, let's see, we went to Eden, Idaho, which is... Um, I mean, well-known as a camping camping destination in Idaho. Is it? No, it's not at all. <laughs> no, it's it's behind a Sinclair gas station off the freeway. Yeah, and there's another, like, there's another, uh, like, rest stop, truck stop there that has a waterfall inside. Yeah, it's the Oasis. Yeah, so that's a place that a lot of people stop for gas. Maybe you yourself have stopped there. Yeah, it's, uh, what, like 15, 10, 15 minutes outside of east of Twin Falls. Uh, we went there. It was fun. We we uh, played volleyball and um, mini golf and swimming because they have pools there. So it's, it's Geothermal actually, pools, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a pretty sweet place. But we went there with um, a few different families. And so, Brian, let's go over some of the safety covid kind of things that we did to ensure that we were safe while we were out there while still having funds because i know a lot of people listening are campers and probably want to go with people but don't really know how they should do that so give me a few tips that you have okay now a a rule that we try to stick to when we're using our new trailer well it's not new but it's new to us mm -hmm. is to minimize the usage of our own toilet okay. Nor normally okay because y if you don't know when you're done camping you have to go and you have to connect a little slinky hose up to it and you have to empty all that stuff out of the tanks yeah and it can be a little smelly and gross depending on the splash level things like that <laughs> like you you want to handle as little uh, human waste as possible. Yes. So we did say that because we're in this bigger place, you know, you're not right on top of each other there. It's We were pretty spaced out. But, um, you know, the public toilets, there's a lot of people just running in and out of there, touching everything. Um, and so we made the decision that we were going to use, use that to its full extreme. Yes. Which had some you know, understandable consequences later on <laughs> in the trip. But uh, it was worth it because well, yeah, we, we seem to avoid any illness. You limit, yeah, your exposure to other things. Uh, the other rule that we have is, for us, nobody else comes in our camper. So no other kids, no other adults. They may, like, if they haven't seen our camper, they may peek their head in. But no one comes in and sits down and hangs out because we're, again, trying to keep that area you know, for our family. Hamlin only. Hamlin pristine. only. Now, it, it, other times we would, you know, go in and hang out with families inside there if it was, I don't know, raining or whatever. But right now, it's just our family. It's summertime in Idaho, so there's pretty much never rain. Yeah. Uh, which is why most of the time if we're camping, we're hanging out outside with people, right? Yeah, which I think is a great rule right there. You know, open spaces, open air. Um, if someone... Uh, looks like they'd be more susceptible to COVID, just, you know, go upwind of them. Yeah. Just kidding. I don't know what that means to look <laughs> more, more or less susceptible. Going, go this side. Uh, so 
We do that. Um, what else? We we kind of make our own food. We don't share dinners, really. Yeah. You remember when the biggest thing you had to worry about hanging out with people was double dipping? Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, don't double dip that chip. Yeah. Just like Seinfeld. And now you can tell people, you know what, this is just for my family. And It's like, hey, put that dip away. Yeah. Get it out of here right now. Don't yeah. even tempt us. I don't want it here. And chips. I've noticed a lot of people now, if you actually have some chips or something out, instead of reaching their hand in, they're kind of pouring them into a bowl so it's only their hand touching their stuff. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I have. Yeah, I think people that are taking it pretty seriously, which I don't have a problem with that. Um, yeah. I'm not a big reach-in-the-bag kind of guy. I think a problem we had maybe was the fact that we had 10 children on that trip Yeah, that in total. Children are, yeah, they're a little more difficult to say, hey, keep a little bit of distance. We're they don't understand the COVID lifestyle. No. And, you know, I think hopefully science is on their side that's saying kids don't tend to spread it as much. It still doesn't mean you'd like, okay, go. But, yeah, kids, especially younger kids, they will they will play with everyone and touch all the same stuff or grab the cookie out. and. Um, oh, yeah. So that, that's that been a little challenging. Uh, what is one of your favorite places to go if people are looking in Idaho, Oregon, Northwest, or wherever? Where's one of your favorite places to go right now? Um, well, there's a lot of great places. I personally like a place where there's water nearby. Idaho's got tons of mountain lakes and rivers. Um, and we just went to a place called Bumgartner okay. or Baumgartner, depending on how you want to pronounce it. And it's a nice um, forest service campsite. Costs you about ten bucks a night, but it includes access to a geothermal hot spring pool. pool. It's kind of you know three feet deep, so you can you can take a nice soak in there. Okay. Um, although we were limited on how often we wanted to get in, because if there was a lot of people in there, we did not go. We yeah. wait till there was like maybe one other person, because um, obviously that's a pretty popular thing to do is to take yeah. a soak. Yeah, uh, we haven't been there yet, but we would like to go there. And you said most of the spots are kind of a what first come first serve, except for on the weekends. Yeah, so they book out. It seems like maybe sixty to seventy percent of the spots um, for the weekends, but we try to avoid weekends camping. If if you can avoid camp uh, camping on the weekends, I definitely recommend it because you're gonna have about thirty percent of the people you'd see on the weekends. Yeah. So they book out the weekends and then um, they just leave the rest of the time first come first serve. And you found a spot. Well, you you've been going kind of what Wednesdays or something. We like went that? up Sunday that last trip, and oh, really? we we just saw like thousands of people coming back i mean you yeah. there was traffic on the interstate backed up there was some construction there as well but i mean i would say two to three miles of bumper to bumper traffic really and you know it's a bunch of boats and, and yeah. campers and all that stuff so if you can make it happen on the weekends that's the time to go we actually got if you can super make it lucky. not on the weekend yes yeah. if you yeah we got super lucky uh, a few weeks weeks ago we we're like, we want to go somewhere. We didn't book anything. And my wife just happened to look on Ponderosa State Park up in McCall. And someone had canceled that day. And so we booked it. 
and we got a sweet spot right at the entrance, right near the beach, and it was beautiful. I mean, it, everyone was riding their bikes. It's a huge place, trails everywhere. That place was awesome. The people kind of next to us had booked six months earlier. Mm. And we, we were like, oh, no, we booked last night. So if you kind of have that freedom to take off and go, um, check those places and there's random openings that people can't make it, cancel, whatever, and you get to benefit from that by having a sweet spot. And ours had full hookups and everything. Yeah, they, you need to be able to, like, get on a reservation waiting list or something like that. Yeah. You pick, like, a zip code or some area. I, I don't think this exists, but it would be nice. Um, maybe some app developer can make some money off of this. And then, since we gave you this idea, let us have, like, a free account or something like that. Well, yeah, something. That'd be easy. So, can I tell you my disgusting story? You were talking about emptying out the uh This the was black. on that trip? Yeah. Yeah, oh, this was on that trip, the yes. Blackwater. So we're talking about the Blackwater. That's where all your waste goes, your human waste. Um, What's the other one? The other color? the gray tank. That gray. would be like your dishwater or, or stuff like that. And so we got there, and we had a spot that actually had a, a sewer hookup. So I got out my slinky hose, and uh, and there's a cap on the end of this line that you twist off and then put your hose onto, and then you pull this kind of lever out and it empties everything out. Well, I don't know how it happened, but my black water lever had already been pulled out. Oh. And I didn't notice that. I should have. And so I got my hose ready and I I opened up the cap oh, and no. out runs blue. And I was like, ah! And I, my problem, I didn't put my gloves on because I was thinking, why would I need gloves to hook this up? Um, I had cleaned it out the week before, <laughs> and so and then I had put like a gallon of water, a deodorizer in there, so it was remnants. It wasn't like the full. Oh, this is pre-trip. Well, this was when we got there. Yeah, pre-trip. Okay, but it okay, still had okay. remnants left. It smelled so bad, and I like rushed to shut it off, and I was saying a few words, and um, it smelled so bad, and it's right by the park entrance, <laughs> and so I had to get like hook up a hose to wash it all into the, I don't know, dirt. And then I just told my kids, don't say anything and don't go on that side of the trailer because it stinks. Wow. Uh, so now I know, always check that the tanks or the levers are pushed in. Um, I hope to not make that mistake again because it, it was a dirty mistake. Yeah, that's disgusting. Uh, you know, much better that you hooked up <laughs> Before you used the toilet? Oh, gosh, yeah. Because I, I can usually imagine don't. That being, that being much worse. Because yeah. if you were dry camping and you didn't have a hookup, the scenario would probably be that that was just loaded in the chamber full blast. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as you loosen the cap, it just boom, and you can't squirts off like Mentos and a Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I usually don't hook up till the, the end, but I decided, well, I might as well just do it first thank goodness because yeah it could have been that way worse. even still i can imagine that was no uh, it was fun. not no i felt disgust i washed my hands probably 20 times it just it was the worst Ooh. so if you're camping please check <laughs> check that before you open and make sure everything's closed before you connect those things um so 
Yeah, we're going on our first dry camping with this trailer uh, this next weekend. Mm. Uh, I don't know where. <laughs> Outside of Idaho City. So let's we'll tell everybody what dry camping means. So versus wet camping. <clears throat> I think they I just know call it they dry call it. and then <laughs> glamping. One of the two. So when when you have a camper trailer, an RV, you have the ability to just plug in power from an electric source and hook up your dump hose so it can be emptied whenever you want right into a yep. septic or a sewer system and then some water and water you just basically have pressurized water into your all your toilet shower sinks everything like that but when you're dry camping you have a holding tank for water and then you have your holding tanks for your gray and black wastewater um, and then you just have battery power and propane to run lights and stove things like that you're limited you can't really run air conditioner or anything like that unless you have a generator to support that so dry camping would be much like what people would call camping (laughs) without i mean you have no power you have no like you're just kind of out there but but you're in like a nice setup with a bed not we're not talking about a tent here. no and we do have batteries we do have propane for like a refrigerator and stuff so dry camping for us yeah, so we're going to do that this week with a few families. Same rules apply. Um, I'm kind of excited. My my wife is nervous about how hot it's going to be at night, and so she wants to run the AC. So my neighbor actually let us borrow one of his uh, Honda generators so we can daisy-chain them and run it. But I'd, I'd like to try without. You guys will be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's all about opening up the windows at night, getting into some shade. If you have shade, you'll be fine. Okay. Because we were just up last week in the mountains. You know, it's about 10. Where you guys are going, it's going to be about 10 degrees colder than here, maybe even more. I like that. And you're right by, like, you're right in a valley, so I think you're going to get a good breeze going on. I think you guys will be fine. Yeah. So we're, we're expending, uh, sp- experimenting with camping this summer. We, we got our trailer, and I feel like everyone else is doing that. So um, if you ever see us or want to go camping with us just let us know we would love to go new places and hang out and so um yeah send us a little comment on instagram and uh say let's go camping or you should try this spot you should go here um we've had a few a few listeners say you need to go check out balanced rock or you need to go check out these certain places and we've done that we've explored east a lot this summer yeah, I think there's enough places to go in Idaho that I I have no idea what maybe my future best spot's going to be. Yeah. Um, but I can't wait to keep exploring and find out some more cool spots. I agree. Okay, next next topic um, is baseball or in, in general sports. But Brian uh, likes his team called the Yankees. You may have heard of them. Yeah, why, why do you like the Yankees? You're an Idaho boy, or is there another reason why you prefer the Yankees over another baseball team? Okay, I was actually born in Connecticut. Spent all my summers in Connecticut. Okay. Connecticut is a neighbor of New York. It's actually right in between Massachusetts and New York. So you get a lot of Red Sox and Yankees fans in that area. So my dad being a Yankees fan, um, I watched Yankees growing up every, every summer – um, they play all summer long, minus this year where they haven't <laughs> have yet to play. Um, so big time Yankees fan. I try to watch most of the games. Um, 
I probably watch more than half the games each year, which is that's a lot. 162 in a normal season plus postseason, so I watch a lot of baseball. I might not get catch all of it, or I watch it on delay and kind of yeah skip breaks and stuff like that. But huge Yankees fan. I'm very excited for um, the first game coming up on Thursday. Now, have, is that the first official? First official, official game. game. Yeah, they're doing some exhibition games at ballparks because they're trying to limit travel with the coronavirus. So, Okay, that's why I watched a replay of one, the New York Mets and New York Yankees. Yep. Yeah. And an empty stadium except some faces on these little poster boards. <laughs> yeah. And crowd noise piped in. Yeah, so right. I was very curious to hear what that sounded like, and I watched that game yesterday, and um, Yankees Yankees pulled out a nice, solid win. Nice. But it was at City Field, which is where the Mets play, and they did these, like, cardboard cutouts in the stands. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't tell or I didn't hear anyone talk about who they officially were. I don't know if it was pictures of the actual season ticket, season holders, ticket maybe. holders or maybe like employees of the Mets organization. <laughs> That's awesome. But it, it, it made it, uh, made it pretty cool. And I'd, I'd heard talks of some places maybe doing fundraisers where they sell the ability to make a cutout for yourself and put it on, on camera there. Yeah. But you know, the crowd noise made it feel pretty legitimate. Um, as far as a game, although it's very doctored for the home team. So oh, I yeah. Don't, I don't think it's going to feel exactly, you know, how it is to watch normally, but it, I think it was worth them doing. I liked it. Do you think that's kind of post-production stuff, or do you think they're actually piping it into the stadium? Oh, they're playing it in the stadium. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't I, know that. I'm, I'm pretty positive, yeah. That'd be pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's so weird. Only the active players on the rock, like right then for that game, are get to be in the dugout even. The other players are like, you'll see them in seats in the oh. stadium, like in the stands, because they're trying to socially distance. So they're able to be there and watch, but they're not able to be there with all their teammates so that they have extra space in the dugout to uh, socially distance. That's interesting. I've been kind of, I mean, baseball is one of the first ones trying. Basketball is kind of gearing up for it they're in uh disneyland walt disney world i guess and so if you haven't seen the bubble and all that stuff that's pretty interesting to follow but i'm also wondering with basketball or sorry with football there's a lot of guys on the sidelines third stringers that don't ever play if those people will be allowed to suit up and play or if they will kind of do the same thing as baseball i don't know what is what's going to work i think i've heard that if they're not eligible to play they're not allowed to be down there interesting yeah so even if they're on the team but are injured things like that i think they're going to be limited although i think a lot of people will choose not to be there because you have to be isolated from everyone in your life minus maybe wife and kids i think might be allowed to be down there really um so that that'll be interesting to see yeah i and i know uh Basketball's playing within the bubble of Walt Disney World. Baseball, once it kicks off, are they traveling very far? Are they playing pretty close games? Yeah, so they've adjusted the schedule. Um, obviously, they're still going to play in their divisions because those are kind of geographically organized anyway. But now they're opening it up to where normally American League and National League don't play that much. It's called inter- interleague play. 
Um, but there'll be a lot more of that. So, like, Yankees and Mets aren't in the same league, but since they're so close, they're actually going to play a, a couple of times, um, six games, which is 10% of the schedule, actually. So right. there's going to be a lot more of that um, shifting of how the regular season looks. But it's it's pretty interesting. Something they showed yesterday on the broadcast was a picture of baseball being played, because baseball has been played for many years, yeah. during the Spanish flu outbreak. And they actually oh. had a black and white picture of an amateur league game where the batter, catcher, and the umpire are all wearing face masks. Really? From the like, umps are right now. I saw that. Yeah, but I'm talking about batter oh, and over 100 years ago, this picture. Dang. They were wearing these masks. So it's pretty, pretty crazy that um, something like this really has happened before. But I think baseball is pretty well equipped for it as far as the way the game's played. Yeah. You're talking about this expansive field where people are spread out by, you know, 60 to 90 feet generally, unless a, pl- a player's on base, even still there's distance there. Yeah. Or, you know, except for someone, someone's batting with the catcher and umpire there. Um, but it's also outside. But, yeah, outside so pretty much breeze. unless, you know, it's just a big open space. So I think that's pretty good. And there's still some players that are – um, wearing face coverings while playing. Really? It seemed like probably 5%, but um, Clint, Fla- Clint uh, Frazier, who plays for the Yankees, was wearing one of those, like, neck scarf yeah, coverings. like Gator. And he hit thing. a monster home run yesterday. And, uh, you so couldn't that tell didn't, if he was smiling or that not. Didn't, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he was smiling. That didn't seem to limit his ability. And then Didi Gregorius, who is now on the Phillies but used to be a Yankee, he, uh, I guess he hit a home run as well wearing a face covering. So it seems like people are still able to, to play baseball at the same level, even if they're wearing a face covering. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm anxious for – I'm actually anxious to wa- see how basketball plays out. I'm anxious to see how football happens. And then, when well, I mean, even talking about college football, some of the schools have already said we'll play in spring. So – the sports season is going to be a lot different. What's uh, MLB is 60 games, right? 60, yep. And then what's postseason going to be like? Or is there a long postseason like typical? I can't remember if they expanded the playoffs or not. They did a cu- they're, they're doing a couple things differently. The extra innings are going to be different. They're going to start with a runner on second base for extra inning games. Oh, okay. Um, something they were proposing anyway for the future. They have eliminated um, – well, they've they've made a universal designated hitter, which used to only be in the American League. Now right. it's in both um, to, to limit the pitchers um, having to bat. Okay. And Because um, no one likes to watch that. Yeah, you know, it's usually not a very su- successful <laughs> thing. So no. there's a few different things, but um, – I think the playoffs are going to be relatively similar to how they usually are. I love watching playoff baseball. I think it was hard for me to get into a hundred and however many games of a typical season. This one might be different, but I love playoff baseball. Well, who's who's your team? Okay, so this is the hard one for me because when I grew up, I grew up in the Bay Area. Um, it was Giants and A's, and we went to A's games because they were easier to go to and cheaper. Um, but my family was also Giants fans. And so it was kind of the, we're for both teams, and that challenged 
that was challenged in the Battle of the Bay when it was the A's and the Giants. So that was just a, I guess, a fun one because I didn't really care who wins. But I think A's are my, the Oakland A's are my, the team that I grew up going to games. And so I remember Ricky Henderson stealing third and setting the record in front of me because we were on the third base side at Ooh. that game, which was super awesome. I mean, I remember that. Um, I never went to a Giants game. So I, I like the Giants. I'm, you know, if the Giants are playing, I'm for the Giants um, in World Series and things like that. Uh, but I think the A's are my kind of go-to home team. Ricky Henderson, big-time yeah. Yankee. Yeah, he was. Uh, also, I was and, – and I was in the time of the Bash Brothers with Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco and – and then there was, like, Carney Lansford and De- Dennis Eckersley. Like, those teams of my years, I, I view that as the the awesome teams. I'm sure since then it's it was, been it's fun. It's fun to be part of the genesis of steroids, you know? <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> but that was one of the years was, the, yeah, the 40, what, the, the 40-40. They each hit 40 home runs. Or oh, yeah. I think uh, Jose Canseco was, like, 40 homers and 40 stolen bases. or I can't remember back then. Now, if you don't mind – a little language, scratch that. A lot of language. Oh. Um, you should check out the Andy Samberg, <laughs> the uh, Oakland A's, the Bash, Bash Brothers. <laughs> like, mu- it's like a bunch of music videos where they're singing yeah. about, and it is just—it's funny. It's very funny. But there is a lot of language. It's on Netflix, or it was on Netflix. Is it still? I—I I don't know. It probably is. I think it's. Yeah. It was made under the umbrella of Netflix. But I yeah. if you were familiar with all of the stuff that went on with the Bash Brothers, yep. then it's definitely a good watch. And if you're not familiar, become familiar and then watch it. Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco. Yes. So. It's a yeah, it's it's a that's pretty funny. Um so yeah, I'm excited for I'm excited for professional sports to come back. I feel like it's been empty for a very long time. Yeah. And so um, it's, uh, it's, it's coming back. So before we wrap this up, um, thank you for those of you who have been spreading the word, uh, and bought some side yard face masks, yeah. uh, to wear, um, let's see, our, our friend Kyle was wearing them down in California where he's been working and he, uh, he said he had three people come up to him and say, what is what is that symbol? What does that mean? The S Y with our little uh, what is that? Our our campfire and and duck. Brian's wearing one right now. Thanks I've got one playing. on now. I don't know if you can tell a difference in my voice. I can, but a little um, more muffled. This is what it sounds like with a face covering. Yeah. So uh, he had a few people ask. Actually, we were camping over the Fourth of July. I have it on the back of my truck, and some guy said, "Hey, what's what's that? A podcast? I'm going to start listening." So, sir, if that's you. Uh, you had an airstream that was awesome. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, but yeah, we've we've had a bunch of people rocking the face masks, and it's fun, especially when three of you are wearing them and going into a restaurant to pick up food. And I'm sure people look at you weird, like, why are you all having that same mask on? So I think I'm selling for five bucks. I put our our little uh, logo on it, and it just gives you another another face mask to wear, face covering because. In, in Ada County, we have to wear them now everywhere, which is, I don't say half, we should, and I am. And so I have kid sizes and stuff like that. But thanks to everyone who's been uh, 
yeah, joining, pushing out side yard info to other people. It's been super fun. Found a got a few new followers this week. Boom. Hopefully you're listening. Um, someone actually, we we talked to a a guy who started listening, and he, and I he said, "What's up next?" And I said, "Well, I got a buddy coming on that knows baseball." He goes, "All right, so so who you got? Like, t- give me some tips." And I said, "Well, I don't know. You have to listen because." My buddy's the baseball guy. And you not... got, like, what, is he a betting guy? Well, yeah, I think he wanted to know, like, uh, yeah, like, who's who's going to be the hot team coming out. It's been a while, and I said, I don't know. It's going to be the baseball. Yankees. <laughs> no no doubt. I don't have any allegiance to any team, but uh, yeah. it'll be the Yankees for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, so I don't know who – I don't know. So hopefully you got some hot tips out of this conversation with Brian. Uh, go Yankees. Look, look, look at the Rays, though, if you want a good a good odds for yeah. taking it all. I think the Rays are, are going to be surprising a lot of people this year. Okay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Um, sweet. So thank you to everyone. And, uh, and we're going to do this every other week thing. It's, it's actually working out well for us to try to not to get together every week to do this. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you haven't listened to Tyson's episode from last week, do that. It's pretty funny he talks about punching a rattlesnake in the face and uh getting his optic nerve touched by the covid swab oh have you gotten one of those tests yet where they shove it up your nose no but let me plug the red cross donations because i'm so i'm i'm a pretty big guy i'd say six three two twenty probably strong like a muscular 220 no (laughs) no (laughs) Not, not, not really. Um, I've got the potential, you know. I've got mm-hmm. it inside of me somewhere. And True. I've had a history of fainting whenever I donate blood. So yeah. I've kind of like put that on the back burner. And uh, I signed up again for this week. Um, yeah. And what's cool is that if you donate blood through the Red Cross, you can get the antibodies test along with that. Really? So... You know, it's a big need. I'm going to eat a big breakfast and try not to pass out, get a lot of protein in so I don't faint. And um, it's a great cause. There's a high yeah. need of blood right now in this time. Um, but it's a special benefit of getting that. And I just got an email today that I will be entered to win replica merchandise from Wonder Woman 84. Really? Can you believe it? That would be sick. Yeah, like would you donate it to the side boots yard? or something? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Especially if I get that golden lasso. Oh, that'd be so sweet. Oh man. Um, so that one's at Hill City Church, and yep. I actually yep. tried to sign up, and it's full. It's full because who took the last spot? I this don't know. guy. Really? Me. Oh yeah. Yeah, I tried to sign up. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go do that, and I waited too long. It's totally full. Pretty cool though. I'm glad that it's, it's awesome. It's, it filled up so fast. Um, text me if there happens to be an opening. I don't know when there would be, but I'll come down and do that if there's an opening because it is full, which is a a great thing. My school actually Taft is partnering in getting people down there too. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about that. And let us know if you've had COVID then. Um, we'll do. <laughs> I'll if I'll take a shot COVID. of my uh, results and put it on Instagram or something. Yeah, sounds great. Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't had that test. I don't want to, but I have a feeling once school starts, I'm I may have to get my optic nerve touched by a Q-tip. <laughs> well, have you had a flu swab before? No. Oh, well. No, I get my flu shot, so I haven't had the f- 
I haven't had the flu in forever. You know, when our son um, was a little over one, yeah, he was kind of like getting sick and, and like kind of feverish a couple times. So we kept taking him in to see if he had the flu because he had similar symptoms and he he would never tested positive for it, but they had to jam this Q-tip up his nose, like touch his brain, basically. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. It. it was like a total meltdown. He's usually pretty tolerant of many things, but that is very invasive. So, yeah. Um, if you are going to get a COVID test, just prepare yourself for someone to shove a cotton swab up into your brain. And would you please record it with your phone and then post it or send it to us, and we'll post it because, I, I mean, I, I'd like to witness that. Yeah, just like also, if you're going to do it or if you're just going to try it out on your own, I want you to take the, <laughs> the swab and take a Sharpie and then write on the swab where you think, how far you think it's going to go up your nose, and then mark a line to where how far it actually does. I think you might be surprised. Yeah, I think when we were talking with Tyson, it's like you could like tape up two or three long and then <laughs> yeah. shove it up your nose and see which one gets lost up there. Yeah, you can't do it with your standard like – like American gladiators, like jousting one. What do they call those? The where they're on the platforms yeah, and the they're jousting stick. The or giganto cotton. Yeah. Q-tip swabs. No, you need you need a few of them tied together. Um, well, Brian, thank you so much for coming on. And and uh, I asked him, hey, if Zach can't make it, are you in? And he said, yep. And I needed to try to do you. better. I didn't feel like you know I was second podcast guest yeah and zach invited me to be on and he's like look we're not going to tell you even what this thing's about just show up <laughs> and i hopefully you do you do well and you i don't think well. I, I don't think i did that great oh. uh hopefully i did better this time well you did if you want to listen to brian's first one it, he was literally our second guest we posted it the same night as the first guest you were on the first night we actually started the podcast well i get the good thing about that is that not many people have heard it so there's like <laughs> silver unfortunate, lining unfortunately and hey true. can you take my track and like drop it a, an octave or something like that not a big yeah. i don't have the radio voice <laughs> i can i can maybe do that actually i'll do that in some sections say <laughs> say something right now that you think would sound good if i drop it or raise it oh my heart a backflip hulk hogan eat your heart out Crew Jones, back in the game. Okay, and now here's Brian doing that in low voice and high voice. <laughs> oh my heart, a backflip. Hulk Hogan, eat your heart out. Crew Jones, back in the game. Oh my heart, a backflip. Hulk Hogan, eat your heart out. Crew Jones, back in the game. I hope you enjoyed that. Because I did. Um, <laughs> so, yes, this was fabulous. The drinks are now gone. Um, it's starting to get hot. The sun's moving, and it's going to be right on us here in a second. So, Brian, uh, as we end each episode, thank you for letting us know you. Thank you for being known.